You there? Sorry, I've just been walking around. I forgot I left calling open. I was trying to do uh, the, the real church of the Latter-day Saints today because I just spoke to the missionaries and we had a very interesting conversation. Jump in if you want, Greg. Let me invite you to speak, whoever you are. Invite to speak. Greg slammed up. Hello, Greg. Are you there? Hello, Greg. I tried to set up this room using a UK server and I was constantly being blocked. So I VPN'd it and now I'm not being blocked. The UK government is trying to de-platform people on calling, it seems to me. Um, I kept putting up different names on Liberation Theology, the Real Church of Latter-day Saints, and all of these rooms just kept getting shut down. Greg, are you there? Can you please identify yourself? Greg, if you're just a listener, then I can't have faith in you, can I? We need some intellectual intercourse. My feet are killing me. I've been walking barefoot and in barefoot shoes for how many months now? Six months, I think. Six months barefoot. <clears throat> Time to put on my slippers. William. Hello, William. We talked, you were in the call last night. Uh, I really wanted to speak to you, actually. Right to speak. Take next caller. Yes, William. William, hey, go ahead. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good, actually. I woke up and I was determined to go to the Church of Latter-day Saints, because I've been visiting them for a while as a permanent guest. I have no intention of converting or anything like that, but the missionaries are very interesting young people to speak to because they have a very confining ear. Okay. Now, I caught part of your story, um, the end of your story, when you called in. Can you please... Uh, uh, you, you are in uh, some type of... Uh... A detention or a halfway yeah. house or something? Yeah, I'm in a half in I'm in a I'm in a I'm in a psychiatric detention center. Wow. Well, can you can you William, can you remind me can you remind me, because I remember you saying some stuff about the Catholic Church and things like this, and a lot of it res resonated with me. And can you just remind me what you said on or just give a brief summary of what you said on that call? Of course, yeah. Well, Personally, I was sexually assaulted by a priest at Fordham when I was in college back in 1978. His name was Monsignor. So Ralph just to jump Taffer. in there, just just to jump in there, William. I I strongly suspect that I was date raped at the age of 15 with rehypnol and raped in a bathroom in a club by somebody who I, I'm pretty certain it happened, and it's murky memory because they had drugged my drink. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, well. And so I've been, uh, I've been uh, dealing with this trauma my whole life of, of buggery. Yeah, well, I can't speak for the church doing that. I'm sure they did. In fact, I had read reports about the church doing that, where the priests groomed the... Well, this uh, is, I, I, this, I'm not, I'm not yeah. making any allegations towards the church here. This was in a nightclub and that I shouldn't have been mm -hmm. in, that I had illegally been allowed to enter at the age of 15, so that the nightclubs in Plymouth at the time were deliberately allowing children in there so that mm. they, were, they were being paid off, I suspect, to do it. And there wow. has now come out that there was an, there was an MP uh, who has admitted that he was engaged in paedophilia in this part of the country. And this is all very sensitive information that is coming to light. And I think it seems that Prince Harry has taken over uh, the southwest of England in order to ensure that whistleblowers like me are protected. <clears throat> wow. Wow. Because we, well, we all know what happened to Chris, Corn Chris, Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington when they made these kinds of allegations. And I'm not making these allegations. I don't know what happened to me, for sure. I'm, these are spurious allegations, and I'm not making them as... I'm not making these allegations in the public domain. In other words, I'm not trying to commit libel or slander here. I'm deliberately trying not to do that because I don't know. And if I engage in libel or slander in the UK, I'm very much open to persecution and prosecution in the criminal world. No, I understand that. Um, well, so uh, I have to constantly, I have sorry, to, sorry, if I, sorry, if I sorry if I constantly interrupt, it's because I'm legally trying to protect myself from any possible libel or slander suit because we yeah, don't no have words. the kind of freedom um, of speech we don't have the kind of freedom of speech that you do in the united states well let me say my my brother that's debatable because what happened to me was this um when i i got thanked by all of the civil authorities in new york from the da in the bronx to hannah hernandez to chiefs of security at fordham bill mcsorley roseville campus and jim hanley Lincoln Center campus. Um, and then what they do is they keep that under covers, under the lid, and they're waiting to see if somebody else comes forward because Tappy had died. So he couldn't defend himself. So then they, they, they keep that under wraps and see if someone else comes forward. And what happened was the Attorney General of New York, Letitia James, opened her investigation and in 2018, about a year. And uh, about a year and several months after I made my first reports, and she got corroborating evidence on other students on Monsignor Ralph Tapia and many, many priests at Fordham. In fact, I will tell you the investigator for her office, his name was Investigator Doyle. The day they opened their Great investigation. What's up, bro? Sorry, I'm just going out for I'm, I'm just going out for a cigarette. I'm going to put myself on mute. Please continue. Yeah, no problems. And um, I made my reports the very first day that Letitia's office opened her investigation by uh, the hotline number and by the email they gave. And I knew Monsignor Tapia had died by then, according to everybody prior who I had talked to. Uh, he died in 1989 um, on Park Avenue, where they put him up. And uh, so I, I informed, uh, you know, by email and voicemail these facts. And it took about three and a half months before I heard back from Letitia James's office. 
And the investigator Doyle, when he called me, he said, Mr. Bonatani, the first thing I want to do is apologize to you. He said, we've been so overwhelmed with calls. We knew Tappy had died by your first report, so there was no ongoing threat to anybody. So what he was basically saying was, for three and a half months, he'd been dealing with living priests, complaints against living priests that were ongoing threat to people. Do you see what I mean? That's how overwhelmed they were with complaints. Now, well, mm-hmm. just to jump, actually, carry on, William. I'm going to just, just carry on. Keep going until you finish the story. I don't want to interrupt anybody. I hate interruptions. Carry on. Sorry. Okay. So, um, so what they did then was I, I got the Fordham Board of Trustees has this whole, you know, board set up, you know, because they're trying to reconcile with all these victims because the Jesuit order of New England, the last I read, they cited somewhere around a dozen priests at Fordham who had been molesting students. That's a lot. You know what I mean? So Fordham is not a large campus in the Bronx. You know what I mean? As far as college campuses go. Yeah, they got their own green with the buildings and you know some uh, uh, the classrooms. And then down the hill, there's the residences. But compared to other campuses, it's not very large. It's subtle right in the Bronx. So anyway, uh, in fact, they have a retirement facility there where they were housing a molesting priest on campus. That came out where the students were. It's outrageous what the church has been doing. And they have canon laws that, in fact, impeach them, that have been covered in the out in the mainstream media and the public domain. Um, I'm, you may have heard of the movie Spotlight, which became uh, one awards. Uh, the Boston Globe first exposed this issue with the Catholic Church in Boston and the cover-up by Cardinal Law. And that movie was made in 2015 uh, based on the reports by the investigative team for the Boston Globe called Spotlight. And they, they made the reports in the early 2000, like 2001 or two, best of my recollection. So what the church did was they had what they, well, they put together a public um, PR campaign, uh, charter, which was held out of Dallas. Now in Texas is where they have their Catholic, um, what they call the CDF, the Catholic Doctrine of the Faith. That's their, their U.S., uh, the U.S., uh, Council of, uh, uh, of uh, Bishops. Sorry, I missed the break. I'm on the call. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry, I I missed the cigarette break, and I'm on. I'm, I'm, I had to go to the nurse's office to get back to come out. Anyway, sorry. I'll mute myself. Please carry on, William. It's a very interesting story. Yeah. So the U.S. Catholic Congress of Bishops and the Catholic Doctrine of the Faith in the United States, the home of that is in Texas. You see? And so um, there's been a very different response in Texas where the state's attorney's office and the attorney general's office worked together with, you know, civil authorities. And they raided the Houston diocese and the Dallas diocese for all records. Now, here in Connecticut, they did the opposite. What they did here in what I call corrupticate. And we're the, allegedly the Constitution state, which is a total fraud. It's totally unconstitutional. Keep in mind, I've got corroborating evidence on this priest from the Attorney General of New York who sued 
and she filed her lawsuit in November 2020 against the New York Diocese for failure to protect children and financial improprieties. So what the church does regarding their assets, briefly, is they take it out of their nonprofit accounts and they put it in the individual accounts of the bishops who have personal accounts. That's how they hide their money. And then they claim they're bankrupt. So they, this is how they reduce the payments. It's completely fraudulent to victims, the payouts. So so Letitia sued the church for for those two reasons, failure to protect children. And that became pretty famous because Bishop Malone was outed by a staffer who found boxes of records in his closet where they had, what the church has done uh, is hide these complaints. They keep records, but they, they don't, they, they were not reporting to civil authorities. Do you follow me? And what they did, which is outlined in a book called Sex Priests and Secret Codes, a 2000 year paper trail, which is even available on Amazon and written by three Benedictine monks is they, Wall, who was one of the monks, he said everywhere he turned, he saw sex abuse. He was on what was called the firefight team for the church, where successors of them was spending enough money to silence it, so paying off the victim's parents, okay? And they started doing that after the Dallas Charter to cover things up. So what the church has done is, prior to the Dallas Charter in 2000, Boston Globe, they just covered up. And um, Judge Holtzberg, out of Bridgeport, where I am, the church paid him, there's another PR campaign, cover-up campaign, where they paid him with a law firm, Pullman & Comley, to do a report on the Bridgeport Diocese. And what that report has done is between 1950 and 2000, cited 71 molesting priests in the Bridgeport Diocese alone. However, the church had only reported like 41. Due to call-ins and investigations, Holzberg cites 71, but he also cites that criminal activity by Bishop Egan, who actually then became Cardinal Egan of New York, but at the time he was Bishop Egan of Bridgeport, and Sheen and Curtis for crimes for covering up. Ah, interesting here, though, my friend, is that I called him directly. The uh, victim's advocate for the Bridgeport Diocese, her name is Erin Neal. I, four times I, I went to the, uh, the Catholic Center for the Bridgeport Diocese to make my complaints. I wanted to meet with Bishop Caggiano, who came from New York, who served under Egan. Okay, so the, he wouldn't meet with me. He refuses to meet with me, which is a red flag, because the Holtzberg report exonerates him, he, like as if he's some kind of reformer. That's a fraud. What happened here is that in fact, you can even you don't have to buy the book. You, the Guardian, which is a you know magazine periodical, you can find online, 2006 article written by Patrick Wall, one of the former monks who wrote the book. Uh, the title of the article is "Everywhere I Turned, I Saw Sex Abuse." You can find that online. Okay, and he's basically saying everything I'm telling you, and citing the canon law the church uses. 
the secret codes to cover things up. Well, let me tell you, if if it was a civil organization, say AZ Corporation, and they had laws on the books to cover up for child molesters who worked there, who were molesting kids in daycare, that would be a racketeering act under the RICO Act, and like they use against the mob. And if you're harboring felons, you're a felon, according to federal statutes. And I could quote the statutes for you in the Connecticut statutes, because of course, this has been my life and I've been exposing this. So on the federal level, it's section 18 U.S. 79, 792. And in Connecticut, it's penal code 53A-8, meaning they share criminal liability. They become what's known as accessories and or accomplices, depending on their level of involvement and cover-up. So say you're a priest who witnessed a sexual abuse and you covered it up, you're an accomplice. Say you work in the office and you're a secretary and you become aware of this through documents and you cover it up, you're an accessory. The, the, depending on your level of involvement, you're a co-conspirator, you see? So this is the real story. And what the church has done, where Holtzberg is a fraud with Pullman and Colmley, he claims over the last 20 years there's been no credibly accused priest. No, again, according to the book and, and the good monks who tell the truth, that the church started throwing a lot of money at it to silence people with gag orders, which the Fordham Board of Trustees referred me to Detroit Law, New York, New York, to talk settlement but they wanted a non-disclosure agreement. And I told them to stick it in their ass. There's no way I'm gonna keep silent on this because it's the silence that keeps the cover up for them that allows this to go on. These are criminals. There's a criminal organization that has laws on the books, their own canon laws, which completely impeach them. And under the RICO Act here in the United States, which is called the Racketeering Act, which was developed to go after the mob, they are a legal mafia. And, but the civil, the biggest pink elephant in the living room is that the civil authorities, including the politicians, have been part of this cover up the whole time. And they still are. So I wouldn't take the money. I wouldn't take a gag order. I kept reporting this, what are federally funded and state funded sexual assault groups. They're supposed to be helping victims, working with the police and the state's attorneys to help victims make reports, and they work to prosecute me because I know the truth right down to the canon laws, and they want to shut me up. So what they did here, first, it was the Christian Counseling Center of St. Paul's Church. Sorry to cut you off, but I have to jump in. Yeah. The story is fascinating, but I want to tell you the, briefly the story that's happening right here. There are two pedophiles within this institution that have been getting sexual satisfaction from needling people because they can no longer use their penises. They are using needles in psychiatric establishments to persecute people like us who are... Brother, who are let me interrupt you for a the, second. Hold on. Against the, against can the, you against move, the can pedophilia you... abuse that we've suffered. Okay, that's all I wanted to add. I'm, I'm jumping you back in, William. No, okay. no, no. What I... Can you please repeat that? You were cutting out the whole time, but the last sentence I heard. Please repeat what uh, you just said. Okay, sorry. The Wi-Fi connection is unstable outside, so I have to stand yeah, in a specific ahead. place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so please repeat what you said when, when you started talking, because I didn't hear most of it. Do, hello? 
Can't hear you, my friend. Hello. Um, I don't know if connection here would happen. Let me see. Um, I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Hmm. Well, when we say pedophile, we say, we say rapist. More than anything, they are rapists. That's the thing. It doesn't matter whether oh, okay. it's rape of children that. or rape of anybody. All rape is impermissible and all rape is tantamount, tantamount to sexual abuse. And this sexual abuse must be paid for. And the best punishment we have is sending the... Okay, I can't hear you now. I heard about, I heard about a sentence. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I agree with you. These are crimes against humanity that should be tried at the International Criminal Courts, the Hague, for that matter. In, in the our, New Nuremberg, our crim- New Nuremberg. Yes, it should be. So this is the yeah, case I We're going to do it. European Convention on Human Rights, these fuckers are going to pay. They, they, I hope so. Do you know what they did, you know um, what they did to me in here? They... They, they, one of them came out, he, he jacked off into a cup, made me drink his semen. And then subsequently, when I got an erection at some point over one of the nurses, they ran in and forced injected me at the moment of erection and the moment uh, trying to prevent me from masturbating. Wow. That's sick. That is, that is, yeah. a, war, that is a crime against humanity. <sighs> yeah, it is. It's torture. It's. It's a it's a sexual abuse. It's a psychological, emotional trauma. And they were abuse. trying to pre- they were trying to prevent me. They were trying to prevent me from from sexually satisfying myself. However, I saw fit. They are pedophiles and pedophiles. We don't necessarily. We, they are pedists. They are engaged in pedestry. That's the best word. In horrible, horrible pedestry. Yeah, I know. And, and you know, the more using, we need to stop using the word pedophile because all it does is lead to libel and slander suits we need to use the word pedist they are pedists okay i hear you because if and we keep using this. the terms of pedophilia then we get locked up and we get they they claim that we are the pedophiles they keep planting us with fucking false information or or hanging us doing what they did to chris cornell or chester bennington doing what they did to fucking epstein etc all of that right. shit was because of this fucking scandal yeah well, what they did to me was they forced me into jail diversion programs if I didn't attend. And what that was is you I had to You mean about once. going public? Oh, I have. Let me tell you, I, I, they have I'm going public me. right now from a, I'm going public right now from a psychiatric institution. And these fuckers are standing right next to me. There is a rapist standing right in front of me. And he won't admit his guilt because he's so ashamed of himself. Of course not. Well, what they do is they claim that we're either harassing people, which is what they claim. Or, sex, or they claim that we're sexual deviants or we're deviant. We're deviants. Yeah. We are bipolar. We are sluggish schizophrenics. We are pre-criminals. Yes. Minority right, people. Fact, we're pre-criminals. Yeah. What they did with me, well, they eventually put incarcerated me two months in a state run psych ward, full max lockdown for alleged class C misdemeanors, just above a parking ticket by emailing, people and uh, including the milford rape crisis center which should be helping victims but they're federally funded they're they're co-opted you follow me and there's other victims who reported on milford rape crisis center well, reviews they've been they've been retro have... they've been retroactively they've been retroact they have been retroactively 
forging my records. They forged my signature on my section papers. They've been retroactively wow. shredding paper, trying to make up a new narrative. They're retroactively doing it, but yes. I already have the head doctor on side and the head psychologist on side. They've been retroactively trying to cover up the crime because they're being paid off. Oh, yeah. What they did with me was here. All they I tried see to is get guilt. Me guilt, 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 yeah. guilt, guilt. The guy can't even look at me in the eyes anymore because he's so fucking guilty and he knows that he's going to have to face punishment for his crimes. Yeah, I hear you. What they did with me was they had a judge try to get me involuntarily conserve a person in the state here in Connecticut by claiming I was incompetent. And so I had to go through the probate courts. They assigned, I don't know if you ever had Britney Spears who had a guardian and conservator. So they assigned two lawyers to basically railroad me, telling me they're going to do Judge Arthur a favor. I said, oh, Arthur Hiller. I knew his name was Judge Hiller. I didn't know his first. So they're calling him by first name, Judge Arthur. They're going to do him a favor. Get, get me involuntarily conserved so they can medicate me to shut me up. And But here, they have to take you before the probate court judge to do that. And so I studied the probate law rulebook for conservators, and I had letters from my doctors uh, I, you know, who weren't in the system like them and corrupt, who basically said the Al man is— Al-Akbar. Al-Akbar. Yeah, what you need to try and Sorry. do is trying to get some independent. See, what happens is here you need an independent, independent evaluation. Fortunately, before they put me in the psych ward. I have. I, an had, I, I have. Mate, you need to contact the CCHR. Google the CCHR. They're going to help you out. Okay, I'll write that down. Hold on. CCHR. So it's owned by the Church of Scientology. They have investigative psychiatrists. An investigative psychiatrist called Brian Daniels from the Church of Scientology is helping me out. Oh, good. You can get the help from the Church of Scientology in the United States. Find, check the CCHR and contact them immediately. Okay, well, let, let, give, give me a chance and let me tell you what I did do. Okay, I'm okay right now. They're not prosecuting me anymore. I got out of the psych ward. They tried to get me involuntarily conserved six months prior. It's that Sunday. didn't work You're because I, I read the rule book. I came in with my letters from my independent evaluations, and it, it, de it debunked their false report, which actually was, according to the statute, was expired because it was over 45 days old, according to the criminal statutes. Nobody ordered a new one, so the judge threw it out. Judge Hoyle Jr. Then what happened was they arrested me again when I started writing lawsuits and suing people and litigating in the courthouse while I was in the clerk's office filling out legal documents sorry i'm following this guy around it's not harassment yeah they falsely claimed i was harassing the service center manager i was brother i wasn't even in the service center i was at the other end of the building in the clerk's Hello. office right so they cover this up simon you've got to admit your guilt i know what you did and i know what he did you're both pedists you are both pedists Pedestry is not okay. <clears throat> okay, so. Sorry, what, William, go ahead. What, what then? Yeah, so what then happened Hello? was. William? They, Sorry, they, what I'm doing yeah, here is extremely me. radical. <clears throat> yeah, well, what they do here is they use the University of Yale with Yale Divinity School, Yale Law School, and Yale Psych School, 
Yale you may have heard of. It's it's in it's in Connecticut, and then they have you go before one of their shrinks, and they claim that you're delusional, bipolar, yada yada, possibly restorable to competency if they put you in the state-run psych ward. So then they scoop me off there, and I was spent two months incarcerated there for where my emails are just saying the truth. There's nothing harassing in nature about what I'm saying. I'm just, you know, this is how they cover it up. So while I was in there, the treatment team met with me, telling me they were thinking of getting me conserved to medicate me because my mind was racing. And so I said to them, well, even if that's true, how was that a crime? <laughs> There's no crime here. You know, if you think my mind is racing, maybe I'm hypervigilant because you're all corrupt. And you're trying to railroad me. And I said, go ahead. Because fortunately, the way the timing worked out, six months prior, I had a good judge throw it out. Guilt, Simon, and guilt. It will get you. Okay. It will get so, you, Simon. You better pray. Pray for forgiveness. You're a pedist. Yeah. So anyway, they couldn't do anything there. Sorry, in the psych ward. just to add, William. William, there is there is there is a guilty patient on this ward. Oh, that happens. When I was on the psych ward in in Middletown, they had a guy who was there long term who was a pedophile. Yeah, yeah. The psych ward they they can keep people there Let's, indefinitely. Again, William, can, William, can we insist, William? I have to insist that we use the term pedist. Okay. Okay. Pet it. Okay, I'm sorry. So, Thank you. Because so I have to prevent here, libel and slander possibilities here. No, I understand. So, so indeed. Basically, William, um, William, I will only interrupt you, William. William, please just just listen to me for a second. I will only interrupt you when I deem it necessary to protect myself. Okay. So please continue. Yeah, sure. You got it, brother. So. Anyway, so uh, I just turned to the treatment team. There were seven of them sitting in the room around me. And I said, well, I'll tell you what. Why don't you assign me an attorney for the probate court, which you would have to do legally, and then we'll subpoena the prior judge six months prior who threw this out. I said, and you can explain what changed. You know what I mean? So basically, due to circumstance and my diligence, uh, they eventually brought me back to the court, claimed I was restored to competency to go to trial to assist my corrupt public defender, who was all, they're all part of this cover up, the public defender. And I was like, great, let's go to trial because I want to expose it. Well, they never did go to trial. They finally dropped it. So all that incarceration and all the jail diversion program was just you know, to try and get me to roll over and take a plea bargain and shut up. And it didn't work. And so now they don't arrest me anymore. I send my emails to the senators in the state, the House reps, the attorney general's office. I make my phone calls, the governor's office, the inspector general's office, wherever, the DOJ. I've been to the FBI office in Bridgeport. They wouldn't even open the door, brother. I was out. I was pressing on the door jam speaker. Oh, hi, Mr. Bonatati, because they knew me. I had been reporting. I said, well, I have some documents I'd like copied. Oh, there's no one here to take your documents, you know, covering up FBI, DOJ. Don't forget, they've all been part of this cover up for the church their whole bloody careers. Do you follow me? This is what they do. You know, the civil authorities, state police, 
Milford police, Shelton police. So all I can tell you is, you know, this, this world is ruled by criminals, you know. And the world is run by pedants. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. And we're seeing that more and more. And they, Hollywood. Just, they just, they, they just, they're all being paid off. One of them just signaled to the other to write a negative report on me. And they're going to try and force medicate me again, no doubt. Yeah, they are. No question. Yeah, they are. No question. And this, this is how they're going to cover up. They're going to claim you're delusional, that perhaps you experienced some trauma yeah. that's repressed, suppressed, and you're transferring it into exactly. the present. So in other words, maybe exactly. you were you're abused. projecting your own, your they're going to plant. They're going to plant shit on me somehow. Something. Yeah. Well, what what they try to? What see in my we're, case? We're way the fuck ahead see, of them. My, I mean, they're just so far ahead of them that it's the un the the unfortunate thing is that they got the psych doctors working for them, and then it puts you in a double bind. They, the more you speak, the more they claim you're delusional. The more you need to be medicated. You know what I mean? It's it's a it's a real problem. Um, and I don't know what to say. I wish I could help you some other way. Unfortunately, I'm it's in, out of it's, the... it's, infl it's, inflation it's, it's inflationary in the same way the economy has become inflationary. They're constantly upping the meds to say, oh, will this work to calm this person down and make them shut up? Will this work to make them shut up? Will this work to make them shut up? No, the spirit cannot be killed by castration. We will continue to speak out, and all it does is make us even more angry and make us even further ahead of them. <clears throat> yeah, well, um, but here's here's what the psychobal will claim. I had independent psychobals that that countered theirs, that said I'm not delusional and bipolar. I am overwhelmed with the trauma, but I am not delusional and bipolar. I had many psych doctors no. in independent This is not delusional. I have my evidence. I'm an Irish Mexican fighting for the St. Patrick's Battalion. Yeah. Yeah, it's, here. It's, my name is have... John Riley. My name is fucking John Riley, and we're fighting for the Mexicans. We're fighting on the Mexican side against the fucking anti-Catholics. The anti-Catholics, anti you know, the anti-Catholics that ruined the Catholic Church and turned it into a rapist, illegal. Yeah, yeah, and um, we see this in Hollywood, the Illuminati. <clears throat> the Illuminati you know, goes back to the Freemasons. Jesus Christ was a martyr, not a saint. Yeah. Well, he was martyred, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, well, listen, brother, I, um, I'm glad I can share my too story many with people you. Know I... that I'm, too many people know that I'm not delusional at this point. I don't see what they can do apart from... Yeah, I, 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 I pray for you, man. I, I don't know what to tell you. Fortunately, I'm out of their web. What they've done is they've libeled me online, claim I made a allegedly harassing calls to the Ray Crisis Center. That's untrue. Yeah, harassment. Yeah. That I harassed the Christian Counseling Center of St. Paul's Church. You know, yep, and absolutely. that's out in the public domain. It's all nonsense. Yeah, this and is you, all in the public domain. This is all, all, my, all my stuff. All my stuff is in the public domain, and there's witness testimony to all of it. So if they want to go to trial, then it's going to be the, after, after the trial of, um, what's his name? Um, fucking Johnny Depp. This is going to be the next trial. If they want to, Put, put us put us all on fucking trial, then we can have a new Nuremberg trial, and they can put us all on trial, the whistleblowers that have fucking exposed this, and we will fucking fight them to the end, and we'll win because Johnny Depp won. 
I hope so. I, 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 I don't know, man. The UN report on the Vatican in 2014, the Vatican was non-complicit with their UN investigation, and the UN did not turn that over to The Hague, which I was very surprised. That's been covered up. So I don't know what to say other than the, the world is ruled by evil and uh, that's yes, gospel, but you know, increasingly, increasingly, it isn't. The, the pink revolution that's happened and swept, the second pink revolution that has swept Latin America is changing everything. But what holds the balance in this grand chessboard that we're playing is Brazil. And if Bolsonaro, yeah. who's a pedist, wins, then we have a seriously dangerous situation. We must fight for Lula to fucking win that thing because he has been persecuted by the very same system and people that we're talking about. Oh, I want to share something with you. There's an investigative team of Catholics called Church Militant. Church Militant, they have a YouTube channel. And they've reported on the Bridgeport Diocese. And they're out of the Midwest. I forget, I forget Detroit area. And they're, doing, they're doing, you trust, you trust them, William? Well, Church Militant's a bunch of Catholics who want to clean up the church. And they exposed... But listen to this. Remember, there, remember, it, remember liberation. Remember liberation theology, which occurred in El Salvador. He ended up. He ended up assassinated. Remember, what's his name? I can't remember his name. The El Salvadorian Catholic liberation theologist. Mm. Yeah, I don't know his the name, but I can tell you was, the other person. The other person that was engaged in this exact same project was Ivan Illich, who spent long, long periods of time in Mexico making a radical Christian, making a radical Christian. Um, uh, a school, a a, a, a a liberation theology school. Okay. Ivan okay. Illich is famous for de-schooling. He's famous for the book De-Schooling Society because the schools are designed to train people to accept compliance to this kind of pedestry. <clears throat> right. Well, let me just share with you the video that's on Church Militant on the Bridgeport Diocese, Bishop Laurie. They discovered that there's a what they call a pipeline from Brazil, where they groom young boys and they, they bring them to America through the uh, Bridgeport and Hartford diocese. And then they groom these boys and they to, to, to be molested and to make them priests. And that's the report by Church Militant that's on YouTube. Well, this is, this, and, this uh, is exactly what Slavoj Žižek, Slavoj Žižek talks about how Pedophilia has become necessary. It's basically your initiation to the church, to the Catholic Church. That's true. That's true. And the and civil they're authorities a cartel. Know they're a cartel. They are a cartel with the sickest initi initiation rights rights of any fucking. Even the Mexican, the darkest of dark Mexican cartels, were not engaged in such horrific behavior. That's right. That's right. It's sick. It truly is. And it's sick. Yeah. All I can tell you is um, the state's attorney here, he's like, well, everything's been investigated and maybe you need to consider, we understand your passion for this. Maybe you need to consider your complaints don't have merit, which is a total lie because you have independent people like Church Militant and uh, Patrick Wall telling us the truth. And then you have Archbishop Carlos Vigano, who's the whistleblower, who said, who reported on Cardinal McCarrick the first cardinal defrocked in 500 years for molesting seminarians and children. And Cardinal McCarrick's been defrocked, but he's not in prison because the legislature 
covers up for them with short statute limitations windows. In New York, it's only five years. So the statute of limitations on sexual abuse in New York what is What are you trying to do, Edith? What's that? Can I get my NRP? I need to get my medication, nu nu nicotine replacement. Give me a second. Sorry, I'm just trying to get some nicotine from the from the from the doctor. Okay. Let me see if I can do it. Carry on, carry on, Mike William. Your story is fascinating. Yeah. So, so from, I, it, fortunately for me, we have Letitia James who got corroborating evidence on many priests in New York, and she is suing Bishop Malone. The, of, of the Diocese of New York for failure to protect children. Fortunately for me, she sent me a thank you letter. Fortunately for me, Church Militant did an expose, who I was reporting to, by the way. On, and I'm not saying it was, this, you know, the, the Church Militant has seminarians who call them directly, uh, uh, asking to keep their name protected. And Michael Voris and their team uh, explores this and receives information from police officers they're well connected and then they make these videos now the church does not sue church militant for libel so one has to say haha if the church because they put this out on youtube but they don't get sued by the church so to me it says that the church doesn't want to bring more uh, uh, attention to it and so uh, they allow Church Militant to do what they do, and they just want it to go away. And Church Militant's not going away. They've been around for, I, I think, over 10 years doing this work. And so, um, let's see. Uh, you know, so I, I have, uh, fortunately, uh, they stopped prosecuting me. They stopped illegally arresting me. They just ignore me now. You know, my phone calls, complaints, emails get ignored, you know. And uh, the uh, press does nothing. The Connecticut Post, the Hartford Current, even though I've talked to managing editors at the Connecticut Post, they're like, yeah, we heard about all this. Yeah, we know. I said, yeah, we're starting to see how everybody's related. Sergeant Moore, Lieutenant Moore, Reverend Moore, um, you know, Bishop Malone, uh, Judge Malone. You know, these people become cops and who become priests and bishops. They're they're favored, their families generationally to get those positions. You have two abusers cited in the Holzberg Diocese of Robert Doyle, a, a former priest, and a Thomas Doyle, and the sexual assault sergeant today in Milford is Sergeant Doyle. You see? So they it's all in the family. You know what I mean? It's unbelievable how they they they're they're they cover for one another. They're related to one another here in Connecticut, which is the second smallest state in the whole country of of the USA. The smallest state is right next to us, called Rhode Island, and we're one of the founding states. And where the American Bar was established in the Constitution, and this colonial state actually. 30, 40 years before Salem, Massachusetts, where they persecuted women as witches, they were persecuting women here 30, 40 years before at Fairfield Center. I mean, this is a draconian, um, you know, uh, it's just evil. That's all I can say about it. And um, 
And so they've libeled me and smeared me online and then after that, whatever. So um, I used to make Facebook videos and Facebook reports on, on this and other issues. And uh, I eventually got banned from Facebook and uh, they, they won't put my uh, post up on Twitter. Um, I, I got banned from Telegram just by citing these truths and other truths. And uh, now I'm using call-in, and I don't know how long it's going to go where they're going to allow this. You know what I mean? Um, it's a surveillance uh, state. I think they allow these, these type of things to exist. So they have total surveillance. In other words, okay, we're on call-in. And um, that's where they knew they know who the civil rights activists are. Um, they keep an eye on us and near on us, I believe. Um, the FBI have been to their office and the DOJ. They know who I am. State police, you know, I've talked to them. And there's my, fortunately for me, there's a lot of good cops in the middle who I've commended and cops I've complained about. And so they know, they, they know what's going on. They know what they're doing. You know, and um, uh, so, uh, you know, it was good to talk to you. Un unfortunately, um, what I find is that a lot of people are afraid to talk about it. They understand that people like us have been persecuted, have been put in mental institutions, and so they're afraid to talk. If they're victims or their relatives are victims, or they have friends who are victims. They're a lot of people are afraid to talk. They don't want to end up like us, you know, persecuted. I know. They're afraid. They're they're afraid to be persecuted. I know. And but you got to think like Martin Luther King. Oppressed groups have. This is what I keep telling the blacks in here. It's like we need some intersectionality here because the blacks are an oppressed group. We have been an oppressed group by being victims of pedestry. And the um, important point here is to remember of what Martin Luther King says about the verbal violence. Is how I describe it. We have a right to speak however the fuck we want because we were victims. We're not going to resort to physical violence because that's what our oppressors did to us. We have a right, right. to speak freely, and I will keep speaking my fucking mind however I see fit. This is the yeah. lost art of belligerence, in my opinion. We have a right to speak, and Martin Luther King was a belligerent motherfucker. He swore all the time and was pissed the fuck off because the, the black oppression. And obviously behind him was Malcolm X, and without Malcolm exactly. X, he wouldn't have had... The, any significance whatsoever. And so we need the Texan government to be behind us on this. And I think they are already. <clears throat> yeah, I, I see it as, you know, there's many good cops I've talked to. And that's, 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 that's pushing, that's pushing, that's pushing an American position. You know much more about the American context than, because it's a very different arrangement. But here, I am pretty fucking sure that Prince Harry is on our side. And that's exactly why he's returned to the country. And he's trying to smoke the fuckers out, like Prince Andrew, I think even his father was, I think even Prince Charles was probably a pedist. And I don't want to make that allegation or, or, or accusation. I'm not, these are just, this is just specul pure speculation and does not mean that I'm making a public allegation surrounding this. This is just spurious speculation from somebody who's in a psychiatric ward whose sound of mind is being questioned at the moment. And what's, you know, if you think about this, my friend, and you just step back, what what why are they so threatened by our voices why would they incarcerate us in psych wars exactly. who cares if we're exactly. saying this if exactly. it's true if it wasn't true then they it's wouldn't be it's, like, it's, a tacit, just... it's a tacit admission of guilt yes it is absolutely yeah.
It's a blatant you know, tacit admission of unconscious guilt. It's, it's basic Freudian psychology. It's basic yep. psychodynamics. Exactly. <laughs> but, no one, they, but they've deliberately suppressed psychoanalysis from curriculums across the world. Yes. Yeah, you're right. And in, They've done that in the UK. The UK, the A-level, A-level high school psychology in the UK used to include psychoanalysis as an explicit approach, but they replaced it with the biological approach and have literally censored psychoanalysis from high school curriculums. Yeah. Yeah, they keep the populace dumb. George Carlin talked about that in, in his videos, you know, who owns America? They do not want an educated populace. And then, and then the people that have actually read this shit, which is you know, deemed controversial or avant-garde or whatever, are deemed as deviants, delusional, um, absent-minded, dyspraxic, uh, delusional, um, delusional, you know, um, pedophiles, pedists, they are, we are all, the, we are the deviants, not them, you know, fuck you, you know, we, we're, we're social dissidents and we didn't want, I didn't want to be a socio-political dissident, of course, I didn't want that in my fucking life. I don't want any attention brought to me. But what else the fuck do we do in this situation? We don't want to be outspoken political critics of the system. We just ended up forced into this position because of pedis that fucked with us as kids. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's very disturbing. Unfortunately for me, they never made the allegation that I was an abuser. But they did claim I was delusional, bipolar, and transferring my childhood abuse into the prison. Well, that's what they're doing to me. That's what they're doing to me. Because they've got and, nothing and on I me. Said to them, I've never committed a fucking crime in my life. Yeah, that's what I said to him. I said, well, even if you're right, that I'm transferring my abuse from my own parents, I, I'm a victim of incest, and projecting it onto the church, which I'm not. But even if I were, so what? You know, ignore the emails. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm the victim. I don't know if I'm the victim of incest or not. But I know that I was. My father raped my mother, and I was the victim. I was the victim. I saw my father rape my mother several times, right. and I'm pretty sure that I was born as a bastard in in in, in terms of my father raping my mother. Sorry to hear that. So what I'm concerned with about here, I'm not even concerned about pedophiles. That's just the contemporary narrative. I'm concerned about pedestry and I'm concerned about rapists because what they are engaged in is rape. And that is an allegation that could stand up in court. We can't go with the pedophile narrative because it's just too overwhelming. It has to be about rape. They are rapists and they rape people with needles. It's true. And when you think about how they covered up the Epstein case, does anyone believe he killed himself? Oh, can I come down? I mean, come on. Yeah. You know? Wait a second. I'm getting a turret break again, thankfully. Yeah, and then, you know, uh, how about uh, okay? So Glassine Maxwell gets convicted yeah. of being a co-conspirator, but what about all the perps? You know, they're covering up still. They're not going after. Well, they're covering up the now, but they're covering it up now by trying to be nice to me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they want to. What they want to do is silence us one way or another, either with money. With an undisclosure okay. agreement, gag order, or gagging order. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. But I don't think I, I can. You, I don't know if I can shut up. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. Oh, I mean, I'm happy if if they if as long as they give me compensation and you cut out, my friend. I can't hear you.
Mexico, then I'm fine. Yeah. Yeah, well, oh, I'm just glad I'm on the psych words. I'm really sorry you're stuck in there and they're doing this to you. You know, I don't know what else to say other than I pray for you and I, I truly hope you, you stay safe and they don't over-medicate you to the point you're... You know what I mean? I saw that in the psych ward. Some people, they just make them up so much that they're, they're so doped up. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, they, I mean, society is doped up, doped into delirium. Yeah. Oh, it's true. It's true. The denial and the, uh, the, the repression, suppression, oppression, and society the denial that comes from that. Yeah. It's true, brother. It's true, man. They, they, it's an evil that rules this world, you know. And uh, uh, I, I, I think we're here temporarily, and if we are willing to fight it, we all die someday, and we leave the body, and I think we'll be rewarded. Were behind the same forces that were behind the um, Catholic Church and so forth have been contaminated, have contaminated the psychiatric institutions for years, just as they did yes. the care homes in Ireland. And they're they're yes. doing the same. They now, now they can no longer put their dicks in people's bums or fucking actually sexually abuse people. They're abusing people with needles because they get a fucking kick off it. Yep. It's, it's just truly evil, and they, they, they need to, to live off this energy. Well, so what, do you think should be the con what do you think should be the consequences? Because you also have to sympathize with those who engage in this, because... They fuck you up, your mum and dad. They don't mean to, but they do. They leave you with the faults they had and add some extra just to you. Yeah, well, I got to give that in God's hands because the, here's here's how I try and reconcile my my life is that it was a test. It put me through hell. And oh, God was testing whether I was going to, you know, uh, fold or, or succumb to the evil. Or I can just like the book of Job, you know what I mean? I kept my faith and I kept telling the truth. And, yep. you know, I'm 61, yeah. 62. If I live another 10 years, only God knows how much longer I have on this earth, but my soul will live on and I'll be rewarded. That, that, that's, that's it. You know, it's not about the prosperity gospel. It's never been for me about riches on this world. And uh, it's never been my priority. And uh, so I'm advocating for victims. And that's why I continue to use call in and get the word out. And I hope I can help people. And uh, if God takes me tonight, tomorrow, I'm, you know, I, I, or my, 10 years from now, I'm peace. You know what I mean? I've done my can. William the Conqueror? Is, is that William the Conqueror? <laughs> well, at least in God's eyes, I, I, I'm, I don't expect justice on this world. I don't think, you know, no. you know, I, I, I do. There are quotes from the so Gospels. That's, that's, that's liberate. Like, not expecting justice in this world is liberating. And I don't Yes, think. it is. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, uh, when you look I mean, at Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. And... You're breaking up, brother. It's this Wi-Fi connection yeah, I outside. I have to stand in a very specific position. Yeah. Well, keep in mind, all the disciples got persecuted. Nero persecuted Peter upside down. He crucified him. Uh, uh, yeah, Paul Christ was in out of prison. For the very thing that we're fighting. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
And that's what, yes. that's what the true Catholics understand. That's what the Irish understand. And that's why I'm Irish. I'm not fucking British. I'm not, you know, it's, we need a, a Protestant reformation. We do. We do. I, I, all I can tell you is I'm not holding my breath. You know what I mean? It may not happen in my, my lifetime. It may never happen. My uncle, my uncle was one of the first high, was one of the first openly gay vicars of the Church of England. Hmm. Wow. Finish my cigarette. Wow. I don't I'm know, chatting. brother. The only thing it's I'm chatting and smoking. The only thing I... I'm multitasking. I know. I'll eat when I get my fucking cigarette finished. Carry on. Yeah, well, the only thing I could suggest is if if Christ said we will be persecuted if we're willing to pick up our cross and follow him. And what he meant by that was, you know, the road of suffering is the Via de la Rosa up to Calvary. We're on Saints and, Row, brother. And I'm going to end the show there. We're on Saints Row and we're fighting for, for, for justice. All right. You take we're care, care for of yourself. Justice. I don't think we're even fighting William, William the Conqueror. I think we're winning for justice at this point. And I think we might just be able to... In this time of peril, I think we just might be able to secure some kind of small victory. I hope so. At least, you know, it's been a spiritual victory for you to, with your strength and your perseverance. And God witnesses everything. And we're all going to exactly. leave the body someday and you'll be rewarded. You, you know, like Christ said, don't put, you know, what does it profit a man to gain the riches of the entire world and sell his soul? We're not selling our exactly. soul. We're, you know, exactly. and so we'll be rewarded and, and we'll rest in peace. And with, we'll be, we'll be with good spirits in the heavenly realms. That's, that's what keeps, brings me some peace because I can't get it. I can't get justice here. Not in Connecticut. It's, 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 it's justice will be in the hereafter. Yes. All right, we'll leave it there, William. It's fantastic talking to you. Amen. You too, my, my Amen. brother. Amen, brother. Have a good Sunday. You too now. Take care. Goodbye. Bye bye.